For my ally is the Force. And a powerful ally it is. Life creates it. Makes it grow. Its energy surrounds us and binds us. Luminous beings are we, not this crude matter. You must feel the force around you. You, between you, me, the tree, rock, everywhere. I am a Jedi, like my father before me. You don't know the power of the dark side. If you strike me down, I shall become more powerful than you can possibly imagine. I got a bad feeling about this. Welcome to episode 437 of Blue Harvest. I'm your host, Halls Burkhart. I'm your host, Will Whitten. Buddy, you know what? Next week we got new Star Wars shit to watch. Oh boy. I can't wait. That is going to be fun. Yeah, it is. Alrighty, we got Will's mic fixed real, real quick. You know, kind of the thing I should have probably been like, hey, man, before we started recording, but nah, why? Why do that when I can awkwardly pause the recording and, you know, and we could just start over. We're only 30 seconds in, but nah, who gives a shit? This is authentic That's content. Right. right? This Home is not grown. simulated. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Nope. Um, and you want to have the best sound quality possible when you're podcasting, I've learned. Yeah, my good buddy Hawes. You gotta, you know, it's important. People just listening with their ears, you know. I don't know what else they'd be listening with. The fuck. I had. Well, you know what? That's a story Mm. for another day. Much like listen with vibration, I guess technically that is true. That is true. Mm Hmm. Like the the devil of Hell's Kitchen himself, Matt Mm -hmm. Murdock, right? Oh, Matt Murdock. Um. So you know. Not a whole lot going on Star Wars-wise this week. A couple of things, but you know that all doesn't really matter considering next week we get the Bad Batch. It's going to kick back right. off with three episodes. And then, you know, we got a solid little bit of Star Wars season for us. Mmm, I can't wait. Mmm, so good and so tasty. Have you ever seen that meme, Will? Mm-mm. Oh, hold on. That sounded like Turgle. Oh, it wasn't Turgle. This might be the human equivalent. Um, Okay. Oh, man. Of course they knew exactly what. Okay. So you've never seen this guy. He's he's like on a public access cooking show. No. Oh, God. It's so good. Mmm. Mmm. So good. Mmm. So good and tasty. Mmm. Mmm. (laughs) <laughs> bro Whoa, that, that man likes to cook let him cook you know Ellie man likes to do more than cook he's here for more than cooking <laughs> yeah he really likes cooking oh god it's so good mm. <laughs> mm, so good there's your next sound bite mm, so good and tasty no, no. <laughs> That's me eating gummies before I record. <laughs> so good and so tasty. Mm. I went to the the farm store. Okay. And they had Ooh. king cake flavored gummies. So I got some king cake gummies. How were they? They're good. Oh, Them yeah. bitches taste just like king cake. Man, you're so lucky, Will. <laughs> I feel like 
those little kids that show up when and when Anakin's working on the pod racer, and they're like, "How'd you get so lucky?" <laughs> well, it's me, and you go into the dispensary. Well, just come hang out with me for a weekend. Oh, okay, yeah, <laughs> all right, <laughs> you done, done. Um, man, king cake gummies. What is man? They just open the doors a little bit, and people start coming up with all kinds of cool shit, huh? Um, for the Breast Cancer Awareness Month, uh-huh. which I think was January, maybe, they had a strain called Titty Sprinkles, and like a portion of the sales of that strain would go towards breast cancer research. See, see, how were they? How were the how were the titty how were the titty sprinkles? Well, I, it was it was decent. It wasn't. Special. I mean, it was it was good. You know, it was good. Well, that's awesome. This whole time, I'd be going there and be like, you guys got anything named after Star Wars or Final Fantasy? And they'd be like, well, <laughs> no, but we've got titty sprinkles. <laughs> I'll tell you what I do when I go in. I go in uh-huh. and I get the sugar-free edibles. And then I'll say, I want something. I want the strongest thing you got, and I want the tastiest thing you got. Oh, so you're basically going in there, and the reaction you're looking to have when you get home is? Oh, God, it's so good. Mm. Mm, So good. Mm, So good and tasty? No, 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 no. That last one. That last one takes it too far. That's too far. I, I, you know which one's going to end. Well, I'll probably put a couple of them on the soundboard, but you know that last one is a shoe win. I mean, uh, yeah. A weird is. shoe. Speaking of weird shoes, you know what everybody listening should do? They should go to blueharvest.rocks or myweirdfoot.com for all your Blue Harvest needs. What kind of Blue Harvest needs are you talking about, you may wonder? You know, links to all our social media, Twitter, Instagram, Twitch, where we be streaming and hanging out. It's like a little extra podcast, but they're mm, about a hundred times weirder because we're all up late <laughs> playing with a worm, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, come hang out. Come be part of the late night worm crew like Billy the Late Night Worm and all the other late night worms. Twitch.tv slash Blue Harvest Podcast. And... You can um, also find a link to our Patreon where if if you wake up on a Friday or whenever you listen to Blue Harvest and you pop that in your eardrums and this is the reaction you have. Oh, God, it's so good. Mm. Mm, so good. Mm, so good and tasty. Mm. Mm. If that's the reaction you have listening to us, heaven help you. But you might want to support us for as little as $3 a month at blueharvest.com. Wrong. Patreon.com slash blueharvestpodcast. Clean yourself up mm -hmm. and then go to the Patreon. Clean clean yourself up. You know, wash the shame off your body. (laughs) Fucking go there. Patreon.com slash blueharvestpodcast. Get access to the exclusive feed where we put all our bonus shows. There's an episode of me and Steel catching up on Star Wars news this week. We have other recording plans. I've been re-watching Clone Wars chronologically. Uh, it's a good time. Cooking with Will is there. Blue Harvest Adventures. Podula Rasa. Uh, Masters of Harvest Kasi with the delightful King Tom. Um... It's all there. It's all great. You should hang out and check it out. And a big shout out to our patrons who, you know, kiss on the turkey neck. big old kiss on the turkey neck. And you know what, how I feel when I think about our Patreon or patrons, Will? Uh, I think I know what I'm going to feel. Oh, God, it's so good. Mm. Mm, so good. Mm, so good and tasty. And definitely not warranted for what he's doing. He's pouring bottled ranch dressing or blue cheese dressing onto something. 
Yeah, that does not hey, deserve that Will, response. I didn't say this guy was a, a I'm chef. Sorry. It's, I, listen, I know. I know. This would be I'm like sorry. if you were showing me somebody's, I don't know, Final Fantasy build characters for Final Fantasy 7. I'd be like, what? Why do they have mimic materia on that character? Or whatever the fuck it might be. I get it. He's. I never said he was a chef on your level. Far from it. But the man is a born presenter. He knows how to convey joy. He sure does. He sure or does. Or ecstasy. I haven't figured out which. Maybe a little bit of both. <laughs> Maybe a little bit of both. Anyways, mm. um, how's your week been, buddy? It's been good. How's uh, how's the family? They're doing well. Was so Liam uh, Olivia's not in school yet, right? Not yet. Is that next year? Yes. Ooh, okay. Uh, so Liam had uh, Valentine stuff going on this year or this week, right? How? Yeah, I'm, Liam had his Valentine's party, and I took Olivia to his Valentine's party at at two o'clock, and uh, uh, the, the party was at two fifteen. But they had cupcakes and Cheetos and applesauce and Mario Kart Capri Suns. And they did their, they exchanged their Valentines and then they did bingo and they did Valentine's Day bingo. And buddy, you know, some, it worked out that we went through enough cards that everybody's missing this one card to bingo. And when that one came up, you would have thought that, I don't know, every kid in that room won the lottery. Like oh really? Screaming! Oh my goodness! And like jumping up and down, like that everybody bingoed at the same time, like off this one card. It was just crazy. I know the whole school heard that because they they just went insane. It um, was it was fun. So um, I know when we were kids, licensed Valentines were a thing. Like I remember getting X Men and Ninja Turtle. You know what I mean? Like yeah, is that still a thing? It is. It is still a thing. There are several different kinds out there on the market available. Do they? Uh, so let me ask: Did did Liam go with a licensed set of Valentine's cards? Um. Yes. What? What? What was the license? Mario. Okay, that was going to be my first guess because I figured there probably weren't Godzilla Valentines out there. You know, I bet there are somewhere, or maybe there were when the movies were out. But I'll tell you this, his they got to their bags that they received their Valentine's Days in. They, they didn't do shoe boxes. They have just white paper bags, and they got to draw both sides of their bag. And uh, on both sides of my man's bag is, is, is the big G-man himself, Godzilla. That's my dude. Burning Godzilla on one side, surrounded by like 30 hearts, and then another like Shin Godzilla on the other side. Oh my goodness! My man did two different versions of Godzilla. Oh yeah, you know oh, it. Oh hell yeah! What what a dude! What yeah. a dude! You know, and so he's in first grade this year. Yeah, he okay. is. In first grade, your old pal Halls <laughs> received a shoebox to decorate for Valentine's Day, and I drew Freddy Krueger on it, and my teacher made me do a new one. Oh my goodness! Um. They didn't go over super well that I did Freddy Krueger. I was like, hey, I don't need the whole selection of crayons. I need just a few here to convey what I'm trying to do. Mainly, I need green the and dark red. green mm-hmm. and the red mm-hmm. and the black. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and maybe a gray for the knives on the fingers or something. I don't know. We're getting a little, maybe that's a little too fancy is what I'm saying to myself. And I just remember like, like plotting it out like this is my moment. I'm about to. It was like Michelangelo in the Sixteen Chapel. Hey, is the that Sixteen who, Chapel? Is that who did that? Was it Michelangelo that did that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Michelangelo did the Sistine Chapel. Yeah, the Sistine Chapel, the Sixteenth yeah. Chapel. <laughs> and boy, I I remember drawing it up. I don't even think like I don't even think I did the thing that Liam did, where he put a bunch of hearts to signify this is Valentine's Day, Godzilla. Nah, man, this was just Frederick fucking Krueger. And Mm. my teacher was like, what is that? And I was like, that's Freddy Krueger. And she said, you're going to redo that. And I said, all right. 
And I can't even remember what I did on the second one. Wow. You know, first grade teachers don't really have a f- appreciation for real cinema, all right? Yeah, the horror game, you know, not if big. She, not if big she had seen Nightmare on Elm School. Street 3, The Dream Warriors, she would have been like, fuck yeah, that's Freddy Krueger. You're the wizard this is master. cinema. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <sighs> but what, what, what can you do? Nothing. What you can do? What you gonna do? Nothing. 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 Just redraw on the shoebox. <laughs> oh man, I'll put a Ninja Turtle or something on there, you know. Yeah. Um, man. So what's the next? Like I'm trying to think holidays that you get to celebrate at school, which basically is the best part about it is that you're not doing schoolwork, right? You know what's crazy is I think they're off Monday for President's Day. Um, but I think the celebrated next celebrated holiday would probably be Easter. Okay. Or, okay. Yeah. What's the St. Patrick's Day maybe before Easter? St. Patrick's Day. So what do they have like a a school thing at his school for St. Patrick's Day? Probably not. I got gotcha. you. They, they did when I was tell him to wear green or something. Yeah. You just wear green. All right. <laughs> Whatever. Um Ooh, does that mean the Shamrock Shake is going to be back? I don't even know why I said that cuz I don't even really like the Shamrock Shake. But I don't know why. It's a fast food tie. Ooh, speaking of fast food tie-ins, Will, The Phantom Menace is coming back to theaters in May. Is it really? Yeah, they're re-releasing The Phantom Menace in theaters to celebrate. Now, hold up. Let me ask you something, Will. Okay. Let me get comfortable here. Last week, you let me whip myself up into a frenzy about this Empire article, right? Uh Uh-huh, yeah. And um, not once did we ever sit down and go, oh, that's right. It's the 25th anniversary of The Phantom Menace this year. That's probably what it has to do with. Like, it, it never even came in the conversation. We we thought big. You know what I mean? We yeah. were thinking real big, real hopeful. Um, so it turns out it's, it's a 25th anniversary um, of The Phantom Menace sort of special issue that they're doing. And there's been some cool interviews and stuff that have come out of it. I'm not hating on Empire by by any means. Um, and then they announced with this poster um, that it's coming back to theaters May 3rd, 2024. That'll be cool. Is, what day is May 3rd? That's getting around. That's the around day before our... May 4th. Yes. We... <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Yeah, exactly. Um, that's gonna be either the week before or the week of our like um, uh, nine year anniversary live stream. Mm-hmm. Man, maybe we should maybe we should figure out going to see this and then doing the live stream for the nine year anniversary. You oh, know? that'd be cool. Um, now I didn't even think about this until. I was um, recording with Steel this week because he brought it up. You know, they do all these theater tie-ins. Like, you know, theaters are trying to get people to go to them a little more than they were. So they're they're doing, like, special popcorn buckets and shit like that. And, like, there is no way that... <laughs> for one, there's no way I'm not going to see the Phantom Menace when it's in the theater. Yeah. Right? I sit here on my tuchus... And bitch about there not being any Star Wars movies in theater. And granted, this is a movie I've probably seen no shit a hundred times at this point. That means I would have had to watch it four times a year over the last 25 years. And I watched probably a tenth of those while it was in theaters. You know what I mean? Like the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going. I'm definitely going, and I'm yeah. hoping they do some kind of sick tie-in. It'll be fun. I can't wait. Have you seen the Dune popcorn bucket people are memeing on? No. Oh, my Lord. Oh, yes, I have, I guess. I thought it was fake, but mm. is it like the sandworm's mouth, and you put your hand down in the sandworm's mouth? It's it's not fake. Well. Well. Yeah, I thought that was fake as hell. Nope, that's real. That's real. That's real. Okay. So, uh, I mean, it looks kind of like a butthole. 
right? Like, we'll just go ahead and get out there. People have been memeing on this because it looks like a butthole or some sort of orifice, you know? I just keep thinking, you sure about that? You sure about that? You look, sure about that? Look at this. Oh, you mean like when they were were pitching this? Like, are you sure mm -hmm. you want to do that? Um, so, so you want to put this orifice on top of popcorn and, and they got to reach their hand, hand down into the so, orifice. So it's like you're fucking. So I'm eating my popcorn out of the belly of a sandworm or worse. If that's not a sandworm and that is a butthole, you know? Yeah. You don't know what the back end looks like. Mm -mm. I bet you that is a lot like eating out of a sandworm's butthole i don't know man what? Well, putting your fist in a sandworm's butthole that's the end the spice comes out of mm -hmm. the spice that's where the spice spice is life they're and they're all breathing sandworm poopy mm -hmm. hmm. <clears throat> okay and it makes you see through space and time it makes you see through space and time it's like jank them um oh god got him so you know what's fucked up there's like a character in that star Wars, as uh, star trek prodigy show his name is jankum pog like his name is jankum <laughs> i did not know that and he's voiced by jason manzukas and i'm like does I'm sure he told he told somebody on the staff, right? Well, I think Jankum turned out to be a myth. Like, it wasn't real. It is. It's an urban legend. It's, but but still, I just found it. I remember. I know what it is. <laughs> I know what that is. We don't is. have to go there. We're not going to. We're not. And you know what? Nobody Google it. You're better off not knowing if you don't know. Enjoy you know? life. Yeah. There's some things you shouldn't see or just do. Just be free. Or observe. You know? Yeah. Just be free of that pain. So, I, I will say this. If they do a Phantom Menace Theater tie-in, I know it's already too late because if if they are planning on doing something, it's already being made, right? You know, in some mm -hmm. faraway land where people get paid pennies on the dollar to make Dune butthole popcorn bucket lids. Mm -hmm. um, but... Those are, that was, those are 3D printed by some guy in a basement. No, no, those those are mass produced. The, what's fucked up about those is there was a mold made for those at one of those factories. And you know those people that were working on it were probably not aware of what it's for and they're just sitting there going like, "What the fuck are these things we're making, man?" Um r slash don't put your dick in that. <laughs> Somebody it has already it's already happened, will. <laughs> it's already happened um anyways if they're gonna do a popcorn bucket i think they should do kiati mundi popcorn bucket complete Ooh, the set that'd be cool you're eating out of his head yeah and you can reach in it like at the back part where the little ponytail is oh dude that would be if they did that i'm there every showing that they're having, <laughs> and I'm getting a popcorn bucket every time. My house is just going to be full of Kiati Mundi popcorn buckets. You know, they'll it'll be like Anakin. It'll, you know, there, there's no way that's what it'll be. But man, do they have an opportunity to, to do to do something awesome? Because not only like obviously, if they did that, it's all we're talking about forever on the show. Absolutely. But like the other thing that would be sick about it is the general feeling of, huh? That like you know. People that haven't spent nine years memeing on Kiati Mundi. People who know, actually know who Kiati Mundi is. Mm -hmm. Or don't. That's a rarity. Yeah. You know, obviously, depends on who you're hanging out with, but that is a deeper cut. I mean, our our friends and and listeners no Kiadi Mundi. Well, that's I was a hope so. Can you imagine if they just if somebody's been listening for a while now and they're just like, oh I'm God, afraid to ask. Like, they keep they keep talking about this Kiadi Mundi. I, I don't I, I'm too afraid to ask, ask who that and is. I don't even want to look it up on Wikipedia. One time Will told me to look up Jankum and guess what happened? I threw up in my mouth and I got <laughs> on my computer and it's just a mess. Um so yeah, the 
the Empire articles, they're really cool. And like, there's some interesting insight from Hayden Christensen, um, specifically, you know, talking about how the sort of prequel enthusiast crowd has grown over the years. Um, mm -hmm. And he was like, you know, talking about how nice it is. And he also, by the way, has, he relates a story about going to see The Phantom Menace for the first time. So this is well before he's cast, right? Mm -hmm. And how much he loved it. Oh, that's cool. And like, I was like, man, that's cool. Of course you did. What a slick dude, man. I'm glad, I'm glad he's been showing up some more in Star Wars and he's been feeling the Star Wars. It's about life. time. Oh, Samuel L. Jackson has been saying that he wants a Disney Plus show for Mace Windu. This man, this man is going to talk about. He is following the Ewan McGregor. He is. He's uh, keeping strategy. It alive. He's like I because we get these every few years. There's a Samuel L. Jackson quote talking about. No man, he's not dead. He Hashtag is. Real, where's Mace Windu? This man Where is, is manifesting, and you know what? I'm here for it. I'm here for it too, and not because I'm some like you know like I'm against characters staying dead, but this is an instance where like our buddy Evan is such a huge Mace Windu fan, Evan DeCellis that does all our kick-ass artwork, mm -hmm. that like the secondhand stoked I would get for him if that happened and got announced. Like I mean, and then I'm along for the ride. He is a Jedi Master on the Council. He only lost an arm. Um, well, yeah, but fucking Palpatine did shock the shit out of him. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, he did it to Luke all the way through the end of Return of the Jedi, and he survived. You know, that's a good point. Um, he, I assume Vader didn't because he was half a machine. Vader, Vader didn't. Oh, that's right. Yeah, because it, it it does basically. That's interesting. Um, he, I would say he puts more force lightning in Luke than he does in Mace Windu. Mm -hmm. But but it wasn't the unlimited power. He did the real. He did the super Kamehameha on on Mace Windu. Yeah, you know he what did. I mean. Yeah, he, he it did. was the unlimited power force lightning. Yeah. He was like. I think he was giving Luke like, you know, 10%, 20%. It looked harder. It looked looked worse than 20%. And you know he's old. He's much older when he's giving it to Luke, right? Maybe <laughs> maybe you know, if you don't use it, you lose it, right? Like maybe oh. he was fresh Papa Palpatine was potent. And then uh mm. Granddaddy yeah. Papa well, Palpatine. I, so was you sauce. know, he's also and his even older clone plugged into the wall shit was weak as fuck. I don't know, man. He shot that shit into the sky and dropped a lot of shit. It's, mm. He remember he shot the shit into the sky and all the ships started falling. Yeah, that did happen. But the, was that him or was that what he was plugged into? Oh, I think it's him. Plus, I mean, I think it's him because he says he's all the Sith, right? This is like some. This is some version of Palpatine that's it's Palpatine, but it's he's also it seems like he's trying to say he's housing the spirit of all the Sith or some shit. Palpatine right? Legion? Yeah, yeah. He's like Pazuzu. Get he's, ready for some fucked up dreams tonight using actual demon names. <laughs> I didn't use anything that wasn't used in the Exorcist, my dude. Oh, dude, I'm just fucking. Dude, around. don't you did you just try to put another <laughs> magic with a K curse on me? Is that what you just tried to do? No. It sure sounded like it. To my brother. It sure sounded like it. It sounded like you tried to put an evil black magic curse on me, so I have demon dreams. Don't fuck with me like that, Will. My house is so painful or peaceful. I forgot Gregory Peck was in. The Omen. I knew a kid that looked just like that. Um, so, there was also a thing in Empire, in the Empire interviews with Ian McDermott, where he was basically talking about like, yeah, I'm sure, 
I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure. This is what I'm going to be hearing in my dreams that Will just cursed me with. Can I tell you a quick story, Will? Oh, man, do. Um, so, your old pal Halls, he got off work. Um, had to go run and pick up a prescription. I had to pick up a package that my job was sending me that got held at the FedEx depot. And then I come home. I start doing some chores before... I'm, you know, you let me know you're ready. I'm like taking trash out and shit. And mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, so Will and I are probably going to record pretty soon. And I remember thinking, oh, you should probably have a couple of gummies. You know, relax for the evening. You're off work. <laughs> Go play some video games, right? Right. And what I don't remember is if I actually made good on that thought. Because right after you texted me, I stopped for a second and I go, did I? Did I have those gummies? <laughs> the fact that I couldn't remember probably should have been the answer. But did you take a couple more just in case I did, you didn't? I did. And <laughs> it became starkly clear to me when we started recording because it was I was like, oh shit, the first two just kind of kicked in. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Hall said, Oh, those first oh, I did eat those first. Yeah, two. and I was like, that's are. cool. I'll get done with this them. episode before the other two fucking kick in and my ass goes to funky town. You know what I mean? <laughs> Wrong. Have a panic attack while I'm recording, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and then you made that joke about me having demon dreams. <laughs> and I was like, it'd be funny to play the Omen music. And then... I got to take it to funky town. So, basically, Ian McDermott had a interview in there where he was saying, like, yeah, George Lucas probably thought he killed me for good and then J.J. brought me back, but why not? Like, basically saying that he was stoked to come back as Palpatine. I don't know anymore, man. I was trying, I was, you, because I was going to say, like, I'm not going to sit here and read just interviews all night. People can go look them up, but I did want to bring up some relevant points, and I should have probably brought the interviews up for that purpose. We're going to listen to a song and do voicemails. I got to, we, we're hitting zero to 60 and getting this episode over, Will. Will, oh. I'll pay you $10,000 to come for the weekend and just take a year's worth of foot pics. Dude, easy money. That's easy money. I, could, I would do that for no money. <laughs> Us, he's royalty. King Tom, the king of all Tom. Walter was Boba. I want you to be different. Don't tattoo your dick. Tattoo your dick. Big old kiss on the turkey neck. I could be in Star Wars. They could also do a second book of Boba Fett or not take him out of two of his own goddamn send in a voicemail or an email blueharvestpodcast at gmail.com that story I told Will about the gummies I totally fabricated that not me that didn't happen to me no sir <laughs> no sir that did not happen to me it was a bit well, you know, you know we reality is what you make it oh yeah I'll just 
<laughs> I'm very calm, professional podcaster, very serious podcaster. We can get through the end of this. Hell yeah, we can. So um, remember last week when Lore, I got it right this time, um, sent us the question about our Star Wars dinner party? Do you remember that, Will? I do, yeah. Okay. Excellent. She had a follow-up. Uh, she actually sent it as a, as a comment on the, the Patreon post for that episode. She said, so glad you both enjoyed the question. It was so much fun hearing your choices. I keep going back and forth on mine, but at the moment, I'm in the mood for a Dexter, Obi-Wan, Asajj, and Han Hondo and Peli get together. That's a, oh. that's a fun get together. I was going to say, that would be fun. Mm -hmm. Like there would be merrymaking mm -hmm. had. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's definitely gonna be sexual tension between Obi-Wan and Asajj too. You mm -hmm. know? Because they're just there having like they're not there fighting in the clone wars. They don't need to be enemies. Plus, you know, she goes pretty good too, like later, right? Han brings Dexter a pair of space suspenders and he's cooking for everybody. Oh, so his his pants don't fall down. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think what do you think the uh what's the guy that comes in and um like scopes out your restaurant and gives it the score? Health inspector. Mm -hmm. What do you think Dex's diner would get from a health inspector, Will? Oh, I can't say that he would pass, but I don't know what the standards are in um in Star Wars. Right. So, right. I cannot say for sure. But if you Okay, can I tell a funny story? And if you don't want me to tell this story, it's not bad, but just in case. No. One time right I was driving Will to his job at a place called La Dama. Will's car was in the shop or something. And I'm driving, and we're at a stoplight, or not a stoplight, stop sign that's maybe two or three um, stops from Will's restaurant. And a car pulls up next to us in the lift, and Will looks over, and he goes, that's a fucking health inspector. Hit it. Go, go. I got to get there now. <laughs> and I was, and my Corolla, here we go. Do you remember that? Oh, I don't. I mean, th that sounds totally believable. But it's so I don't have that specific memory. It's so but. funny to me because the like you knew it was the health inspector just by seeing him in the car. Because I think the county had specific vehicles, so like it was oh. uh, like a Jefferson County Department of Health, and the health inspector. I knew the health inspector, and she was driving the the oh, health shit. inspector mobile. But yeah, we got there quick. We sure did. And you just gotta, I mean, like, so it's my job to make sure everything is on point, right? And I don't need anybody in there using their phone or not wearing gloves or picking their nose. So, like, you gotta, you gotta, you know, because it, all it takes is one person's momentary stupidity to to dock you on a health you know violation and, and then, it can be something that you don't normally do that somebody out of the blue while doesn't realize the health inspector's there does something stupid then, and then you're then, roasted yeah <clears throat> and then in the health inspector report this lady has to write up that she saw a line cook pick in their nose oof yeah oof oof you don't want that you do not want that <laughs> you do not want that pray to god you don't drop that <laughs> shit um right. we have a voicemail from our buddy josh hello there haas and will this is your internet pal josh wright hope you guys are doing well uh thanks for the podcast um i really enjoy listening even when there's not a ton of star wars content uh to be discussed um it always just brings a little smile to my uh, day during the week, so I appreciate you guys. Anyway, I have a question. Uh, involves some cock-a-duty speculating. Uh-oh. Um, so I was very excited uh, to find out that the Bad Batch is coming back as soon as it 
is like next week. Um, I was concerned that we wouldn't see it until next year because of the long delay between season one and two. But uh, here we are, and I'm really stoked. I'm also stoked to see Asajj Ventress uh, back. What form do you think her appearance in the series is going to take? Is there going to be some kind of uh, uh, flashback involving some members of the Bad Batch? Um, or do you think they, do, they would do something like taking a few episodes of the Bad Batch away from the Bad Batch and handing them over to completely different characters? Um, oh, you mean like... Um... What, do you, what do you think we're going to see? Do you think they would do such a thing? Anyway, hope you guys are doing well. Uh, take care of yourselves and may the Force be with you. You know what's interesting is the ba- I feel like the Bad Batch like in both seasons had episodes where the bad batch didn't appear for a while in, until maybe the, even the very end, like the, the Hera episode when Hera's a kid and she finds chopper and all that, they didn't show up for that. I want to say the whole first part of that two parter, you know? Yeah. Um, but it did end up connecting with the bad batch. Now I don't, I don't think the Assage stuff is going to be flashbacks because I think she's using her yellow lightsabers um, okay. in, in the Bad Batch. And that's post, like, Clone Wars Assage. Like, I think. I think she's using those in the, the Dark Disciple book as well. Um, I could be wrong about that. Anyway... Um, I don't think it's going to be a backstory episode, but I think it might just be a, she might just show up for one or two episodes. I don't know that she's going to be a main player like going forward necessarily. Um, I did see there's, so the bad batch, like, um, review embargo is up. So all the people that got to see, I think they got to see the first eight episodes of season three um, were allowed to start sort of posting social media reactions to it. Now, obviously, a lot of times they're going to send like the people that are way into the Bad Batch or Star Wars animation that, and they all seem very stoked about it. I'm also stoked because I like the Bad Batch, right? Right. Um, But I didn't dig too deeply into those because... Like sometimes in those social media reactions, like, and I'm not saying everybody does it, but occasionally, basically what people are going to do is be like, and you'll never believe what happens in episode such and such. Like they dance around spoilers. And like when we're this close, I don't even want that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not I that I would mean. remember it, but, um, but it does seem pretty positive. What do you think Asajj is going to be up to in the Bad Batch? I really don't know. It's either going to be some sort of renegade thing, like she's either a mercenary just working for the highest money, or she's on some sort of personal uh, enlightenment thing. You know, maybe like the flip side to the coin of what Ahsoka did when she left the Jedi order. Oh, okay. You know, kind of stepped out and found herself. Maybe not necessarily as goody goody as Ahsoka did, but like, you know, maybe somewhere in the middle. <coughs> you know what? Uh, I'm pretty sure that cause I looked this up in the dark disciple book. I'm pretty sure she dies cause she gets force lightning by count Dooku in that book. Um, which is funny just cause we were talking about, we're talking about that force lightning and you know, um, I had a pothole surprise. Um, yeah, I'm interested to see where it was. I did see. So like the creatives behind the show are doing interviews and stuff. (coughs) Um, I saw them basically saying that, you know, they're looking forward to finding places for Asajj to show up other than Bad Batch, essentially. Like, that they want to start 
you know, using that character when they can, essentially. Um, it's like now or never. Well, it kind of seems like, well, they're reintroducing her, and now they're going to... They're like, hey, man, we didn't really know how this Star Wars animation thing was going to go after you guys canceled Clone Wars, so we kind of killed her and need to bring her back. <laughs> I'm looking forward to... Even what they were planning on doing with Darth Maul in Solo. Well, I guess... They were cutting it close, but I guess they didn't decide to bring him back. Well, he was already back, you know, like that version, because that mall is before that happens before he shows up in Rebels and then he dies in Rebels. Oh, so the scene okay. with Maul and Solo, that's in between that's set in between like Clone Wars, like the Battle of uh, Mandalore or whatever, Siege of Mandalore and Rebels. So they, I, they were certainly planning on having him be in the second solo movie, without a doubt. They were like, "Oh, man, <laughs> well, this is gonna set us up for a solo sequel, and guess who's gonna be in it? Darth Maul." <laughs> maybe that whole solo thing turned out to be a bit of a blessing in style uh, disguise, yeah, since Darth Maul had his dick out on social media a couple months later. Yeah, uh, right. Um, let's see. Oh, my goodness. Look at the. I saw this come through, this email come through, and I was like, uh-oh. <clears throat> and I didn't even read it. It's from our buddy Richard. He says, uh, fellow Richard, he said, Halls, regarding Tool, what album do I start with and what track should I especially pay attention to? Uh-oh, Will. Mm -mm. This on a four gummy night? Damn. All right. Being a longtime listener, I sure am aware that Tool is how you get down but I've never paid attention to them. I love most type of musics and especially enjoy those bands that are clearly exceptionally talented. Having studied electric bass for a bit, I believe this is what is drawing me to checking out Tool. Okay, this is getting even deeper. Here we go. Uh, as me and my buddies say, girls don't shake their hips to guitar players. I don't know, buddy. Hmm. I don't. I think they might, but I don't know. I think so. I think they might. Uh, I listened to just two random songs. I'm very ready to take the plunge. So be the bottle of champagne against my hull on this journey. This man is writing eloquently, my dude. Like, yeah, right. He is putting forth like a rock solid email to ask me about Tool. Uh, P.S. Based on the two tracks I listened to, I'm wondering. Regarding heavy music, is Metallica for the masses and Tool for the enlightened? Peace and love to Metallica, but Tool and their musicianship may be in another orbit. Will, what is your pri primary jam? Okay, so Will, you can handle that first while I compose my Tool thoughts. Talk about a little about your your music, buddy. What did you get into? Oh, I thought my opinion of Tool. Well, I. Oh, what am I? So I'm wondering. Well, when he says, "What band is your primary jam?" He's asking you, like, "What I is?" See. You see what I mean? I see. I thought we were asking for jamming tool tracks. Well, we'll um, also get my, your inform your input on that. My favorite band is the Beatles, and I know that's very old school, but I found the Beatles at a very particular time in my life when I was figuring out who I was and. And exploring myself in college and just becoming a, a self-actualized person. And something about the music of the Beatles helped me along that process. I, uh, I in turn, found Pink Floyd after that. Sheesh. And that became another one of my secondary like favorite bands. But, I mean, nothing beats the Beatles. Yeah, man. That's the good stuff. Like, I grew up enjoying the Beatles because my dad is way into the Beatles. My mom a little bit, but not as much as my dad. So they, I definitely had Beatles songs I enjoyed and stuff. But, like, like hanging out, listening to a lot of Beatles, watching the Xbox 360 music visualizer, I was like, <laughs> it's time to take a, a, a more close, like, a closer look at this. Let me explore this a little bit. And it fucking paid off. 
And that um, was, by the way, you, that was me in my deep new metal days, right? This was before. I was about to I, say, you introduced me to a lot of new music that I, I had never really taken the time to to be interested in. Um, and there was new metal and there was heavy metal and there was all kind of different stuff in there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, there was this one time I had this iPod Nano. This was before iPhones, and I had an iPod Nano or an iPod Shuffle. I can't remember which one it was, but it had a little screen on it, which was real cool, and it was tiny. And uh, you filled it up with just like all different kinds of music, and it was good. Everything on there was good. I listened to a lot of different stuff, you know, the stuff that I would not have otherwise listened to, Queens of the Stone Age and um, A Perfect Circle. You know, just a bunch of other stuff. Hell yeah. That I would not have otherwise probably listened to. Just probably every single MP3 I downloaded <laughs> that I had stored on my laptop. I had a pre iPod um, MP3 player called like a, a Rio. Uh huh. I remember Rios. Um, my brother had a Zune. Oof, them Zune boys. Them Zoom boys can be a little bit of a sensitive subject when you bring they up They hit different. Every now and then I'll make a Zoom joke on High Potion and our buddy Jeremy Allen will be like, hey man, the Zoom ruled. <laughs> <laughs> Zoom rules. I had a, I had a, a Rio uh, MP3 player and it was like trying to launch a rocket to the moon figuring out how to put music on and off that thing man uh, i felt like i was like shit i have to know calculus or some shit for this i listened to a lot of music on that though i had an ipod shuffle that looked like a stick like a, a usb drive uh-huh do you remember that one uh-huh i do that's uh that was i had a, the tiny ipod shuffle like that i remember you know, when MP3 players first sort of came out, I remember talking to people and they were like, who would ever want that? Like an MP3 oh. player. And I was like, yeah, but until you met somebody with one. And well, and well, meanwhile, I'm on Napster deeply exploring the new metal genre <laughs> in MP3 form, downloading some, you get a fucked up one that was like, Yar. like, uh, uh, exported and, 15 kilobytes or whatever it sounded like garbage um all and all the songs were mislabeled too ain't nobody know a track name oh it was a nightmare and and then it's so crazy like the minute they made it fairly easy and like um economical to like just purchase music digitally i was like okay i'll do that and a lot of times i would go buy the cd but i would also rip the cd to MP3 onto my computer so I could yeah. listen to it in one amp. Yeah. While I play World of Warcraft. Yeah. All right. So to get to his tool question, so he mentioned bass, right? It's it's an interesting because, you know, my favorite bass player is the bass player from Tool. I like a lot of bass players, and like it, it, I'm not that dude that's good. Well, who's your favorite singer? Or who? And it's every member of Tool. I'm not necessarily that dude. My favorite guitar player, love Adam Jones from Tool. Think he's awesome. My favorite guitar player, David Gilmore. Right? Ooh, buddy. So, but as far as bass goes, what I'm gonna do, um, fellow Richard. Hey, Richard. This is your Richard. Um, I'm gonna tell you. So you said specifically an album. I'm going to say Lateralis because it's my favorite album of all time. And it has my favorite Tool songs of all time on it. But specifically specifically related to bass, um, I would say check out 46 and 2, the song. Right? Mm-hmm. I would say check out the pot. Now, <clears throat> the lead singer of Tool did an interview and they were asking him, like, so what song would you recommend if someone wanted to get their friend in a tool? Because it can't, because they're weird and they can be a little daunting, right? And he was like, recommend the pot because it's an easy point of access. Don't get weird immediately and recommend a 12-minute song like 
go for the pot. The pot also has a sick bass line. Who are you to wave your finger? That's not a bass line, but it's This is one of my favorite tool songs. It slaps. All right, you know, we don't have to do the whole thing. <clears throat> I'm just, you know. Um, and then Schism has a really um, recognizable sort of weird bass line, too. It's the one that um, Eric Struthers made the, the goofy sound effect of me doing, sound effect, the the clip of me doing the bass line from that. You remember when that was when that happened, Will? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's the wrong one. That's bass, right? And it's like a weird one too. He's a he's a talented dude. That's good. Blitty dee doo dee doo. It's ten thousand days an album. Mm-hmm. It so is. The Lateralis and Ten Thousand Days are probably the two albums i liked the most and listened to the most yeah enema and was parabola parabola is like so there um song on it is no it's a song on lateralis parabola is part of like it's two songs there's parable and then parabola you have to listen to them back to back right (laughs) um but the second part, parabola, and uh, am I saying that right? Parabola. It's parabola, right? P A R. Yeah, yeah. Parabola. Yeah. Parabola. It's a shape, a yeah. mathematical okay. shape on a graph. Go figure. Uh, and lateralis. Those are my like neck and neck for my two favorite tool songs. Parabola was where the lyrics of my tool tattoo came from. Um, and then otherwise, like, just, you know, check it out. Their earlier stuff is really good, but it it also sounds quite a bit different. Like they're definitely sort of, I don't know, maybe a little grungier on their first two albums, but they're good. Um, another really good bass song and it's not even their, it's their original bass player is Flood. So this has been fucking Hall's. Tool time with halls, <laughs> except like I'm not that dude. Tool time, tool time I with like halls. That. Tool time with halls. <clears throat> um, and let There's me know what you think. Patreon now, show. Uh, so Steve and I have talked about you know eventually getting to the point where we want to do a Patreon for High Potion. We've been talking about different ideas for it, and one of them is a track like a a tool podcast where we basically just go track by track. Oh, that'd be cool. Not like, like, so there would take like 10 episodes per album, um, you know, or more or whatever or less. But I also think it'd be funny cause we'd have to do podcasts about those weird little interstitial things, you know, like where they do like the weird little soundscapes and stuff to set up a song. Yeah. Oh, you should also listen to Rosetta Stone. It's... Oh God, it's so good. Mmm, mmm, so good. Mmm, so good and tasty. That's me at a tool show. Will knows. He sat by me next next to me. <laughs> Will did we did we talk about how Steve and Nick could see us in our spots where we were sitting from where they were sitting. I just don't like thinking about it. I don't like thinking about it either because Steve was like, you were having a real good time during the grudge. And I was like, damn it. Now I'm embarrassed because you know I was fucking real stoked, all gummied up, flopping my fat tits around, <laughs> acting like this. Oh, God, it's so good. Mm. Mm, so good. Mm, With them so NHI boys up on the, on the screen. Uh-huh. Mm. 
no, no, no. I feel like you would fully embrace this if it wasn't for the last "Can I Get a Hoon Yeah?" You're sound. correct. You're absolutely correct. Ooh, do you think I can hold on? I got to try one bit before we end the night, buddy. I got a bit in mind. Oh no. Okay. So what I need to do here is I need to. Where did the can I get a hoon yeah? Can I get a hoon yeah? Okay, great. Excellent. Okay. Oh, God, it's so good. Mmm. Mmm, so good. Mmm, so good and tasty. Okay, ready? Ready, Will? <laughs> Ooh, I'm so excited. Hold on, I gotta calm down or I'm gonna fuck it up. Ready? Yeah. Can I get a hoil? No. I don't like this. I don't like this. I don't like it. Fuck yeah. We got there, baby. Hell yeah. trying to give me demon dreams you have done that to yourself <laughs> no nah, man you're the one that said it you said that good have good luck having good dreams because <laughs> i said that dude's name from the exorcist now i'm all paranoid yeah say it again no <laughs> well I'm, I'm to the i'm just sitting in i'm literally uh. sitting in the dark the only light in my basement right now is my computer monitors that's how cozy and comfy i was and then you had to I, you had to put that evil on me you don't have the rbg on nah no nah. but i'll put the r on trying to get me to put evil lighting in my basement to make it worse mood lighting i am going i'm going to find something like i'm gonna use a tape measure or something to click the light switch over here before i even get up from the desk you know what i mean i need one of them long extendo arms with the little oh, clippy yeah. thing on the end i am 100 percent spooked out it's <laughs> hair standing up there was one time he ran across my bedroom to turn the light on when we uh we're staying at my dad's house one time. So, this is what you guys should do. You guys should. <laughs> you should. Leave us a review. I guess. I guess you guys should do that. <laughs> if you feel so inclined. Yeah. But what you s s certainly should do is check out Stone Cobra. Especially if you like our theme song. They provided the uh, the music for it. And uh, you can find them on iTunes, Spotify, or at stonecobra.bandcamp.com. And uh, you should... Oh, here's a, here's a nice little plug. We had Michael Pappas on High Potion this week as our special guest. That's, hey, the, hey. Ep that's the episode that's going to be out on Monday, February 19th. Uh, and it was just a good time. It was a real good time. Michael Pappas is, he's a dude. He's a dude's dude. And that man is, is a dude about video games. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, we'll see you guys next week. We'll actually talk about, I promise you, you know, one thing we're not going to do next week. Will, we burned it out. Oh God, it's so good. Mmm. Mm, so good. Mm, but we, we so do need to do it one more time. Mm, don't. Mm. Don't do it. Can I get a... <laughs> no. Oh, <God. laughs> Alright, we'll see you guys next week. This has been Blue Harvest. I'm Hans Burkhart. And I'm Will Witten. May the force be with you. May the force be with all of you. May the force be with us. <laughs> <laughs>